0: Indianapolis, this is the 2023 NFL Combine on Steelers Nation Radio.
1: Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, um, the participants taking to the field here.
2: Yeah, yeah. Any Uh, any minute now.
1: We can't see it, obviously. We're in the Indiana Convention Center
2: across the street from Lucas Oil Stadium. Right. But we do have it on TV. TV over here. my shoulder. You I'm kind yeah. of peeking at? That nothing's happening yet. They're still commercial, but, you know, we're coming here soon. So tomorrow morning, bright and early, the offensive linemen will mm-hmm. be here.
1: Um, usually that's flip-flopped. Right, right, right. For, for whatever reason this, year, they, this year. Yeah, right.
2: they, they put the uh, – well, I uh, think a big key is they wanted – quarterbacks throwing to receivers on Saturday right. night for people to watch. And that know? makes sense. Sure. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a highlight. And the event. tight
1: ends were here today as well. They'll all work out tomorrow. Right. Pass catchers. Yeah. And, right. So the offensive linemen
2: and running backs will then take the field. The following day. On Sunday. Right, right, right. It's a pretty cool system they have. I mean, the way yeah. that, you know, you do this this day, and then the guy comes behind you does the exact same thing. And, you know, you know how that works. Yeah. So uh, they'll all be available. You'll see uh, a lot of the interviews and things
1: of that nature coming out from mm-hmm. the, the running backs uh, and offensive linemen. tomorrow uh which means that the quarterbacks and wide receivers will work out tomorrow tonight is all about the defensive backs
2: yeah and i think tonight's gonna light it up i mean in terms of agility speed variety of you know really good corners i'm interested to learn more about the safety class as a whole i've it's not high on my priority list to know the Fifth through fifteenth safety is well. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see who stands out in that regard. You know, usually find a mid rounder that comes in and plays at that position with some regularity. So yeah, I think. Then starting now, I mean, from three o'clock on, the day really picks up for me. I mean, I, the stuff at the podiums fine. You know. but yeah. Yeah, I'm more into this. That's the
1: thing. It's a, it's a long, long,
2: long, long <laughs> day.
1: each day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Each day because you, your I mean, day gets like, accomplished when we come on when we get off the air here the day doesn't stop.
2: Oh, no. We're still working. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. I mean, like, for us as well, I mean, our, our plan is we go back to the room, pay as much attention to this as possible. We're going to write and do other things and then, you know, pay attention to this into the night and then try to catch up on all the scores and then compare them to their, you know, then finally the data's in and you start looking at it and be like, who stood out and why? And is that a a, a misnomer? Is it just a one-off or is that a something, a theme with this prospect? So, I'm into it. Um, I, you mentioned it when Dane was here. I think there's a really good chance Gonzalez is the consensus corner yeah, one yeah. here coming up. I mean, I, he brings a lot to the table, and maybe he is the fifth, sixth, seventh pick Un- overall.
1: Unless
2: – what if Porter, Porter goes out mm-hmm. and runs a – Four four five. Yeah. I mean, Witherspoon's always going to be 180 yeah. and skinny. Right. You know, Porter's always going to be rocked up and big. Rocked up with the long <laughs> right. arms. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to think, again, if I was Witherspoon, I'd be a little concerned about where I'm sitting here. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? So, I mean, the automatic – so when you see Joey Porter Jr., the automatic compass well, he looks like Richard Sherman. Okay. Because of the length. Yeah, of, right, and right, right, kind, right, right,
2: Dimensions. But Richard Sherman was like a four six guy. Right. And it was a fifth-round pick yeah. or something. And was his own corner and could right, only right, do right. that – Joe Pryor Jr. is a
1: man cornerback.
2: Yeah, just like Dane mentioned, he wants to get in your face. He wants to play physical. He wants to put his hands on you, and maybe he's going to have to learn to dial that back a little bit too. But he's very intriguing to me. That's one of the things he talked
1: about. So he met with his parents after last season. Porter did. Yeah, two okay. years ago, uh, he was talking about he, you know, giving thought to entering the draft. Then, um, and he, as he said, you know, I had twelve or thirteen penalties on me. Mm. two years ago okay um and they you know my, my mom and dad told me yeah i'm not ready to go back to school again this year so that was one of the things he worked on and cut that back to like two or three penalties okay. this year
2: and they're more lenient about that in the college yeah level absolutely too. right right yeah. And there's less man coverage and things like that so if you're grabby there team's worried they gotta coach right. that out of you you know because yeah. it, you're gonna be in trouble here so it looks like he made great strides with that yeah right? i'm
1: sure that's something he sat down with his dad and I'm sure his dad spoke to people. Mm-hmm. He didn't just come to that decision on his right. own. I said, flip a coin. Yeah, yeah. hey, right. where's he going to go? So, last
2: year, if he comes out in the draft, he's probably a
1: third or fourth
2: round. Yeah, I was, guy. I was
1: based on the traits.
2: Yeah, and I say because I, I didn't know a lot about him then, and never knew he was really in the mix to maybe come out. But I doubt he'd have been a first round pick. Right you know, now, you're sounds. talking about him potentially being. The first, you know, the first overall cornerback selected. I mean, I think there's almost slam dunk. He's in the first half He's of the He's going to go one. in the first
1: round somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, he'd have to really be a disaster today to not probably be in the first half of the round. So round.
1: that was a multi million dollar decision. Yeah, yeah. And the thing that makes that possible, not just having a father who played in the NFL, that right. obviously you right the money in the Right. I mean, a lot but of people are the early to feed their family. The yeah. NIL stuff makes that a little more possible.
2: Yeah, it does. It, like it also...
1: I can stay in school. I'm, I've got a – even if it's $50,000 NIL.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, I,
1: I'm, I'm okay. Yeah.
2: yeah you yeah. know? I mean, remember those great USC teams with, like, Bush and Liner yeah. and those guys. I remember people gave Leinert some grief for going back to school, and there was none of that then. But well, he's, none yeah. of it was legal back then. <laughs> well, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> but, I mean, his, his take on it was I can take ballroom dancing – be the king of campus yeah maybe win a national title like it's a pretty good life you yeah. know before you have to be an adult now if they're going to give you millions to do it or whatever right. a big chunk of change to do it it makes it even easier decision like college life's pretty fun I it is I mean, and, you, and know,
1: it, you know especially if you have a little money in your pocket yeah it yeah, doesn't hurt too. celebrity basically yeah. too you know um, and I, so I have no problem with the players getting some money
2: I have mixed to, feelings about it all. I just i
1: i'm not i'm not a huge fan of of these nil deals where these guys are getting millions of dollars. Right, right. So Almost so like there should be a college. cap on it or yeah. something. You know,
2: and, and I also think it favors just the rich schools so much more. Right. Like, it's it's all, okay. I, well, we got we got big donors here with with deep pockets. And, I mean, it goes back to like the Pirates of Major League Baseball. Like any league that's haves and have nots, I think a hard watch. Yeah. You know, I mean, sure, it's fun to be the Yankees or Bama or whatever, but. There's so many that just aren't on level playing fields. I yeah. mean, at least in football, if you're a bad organization for 50 years, you probably earned it. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? They give you a lot of opportunities to redeem yourself. You know, you yeah. get your first overall pick, stumble into a great quarterback the right year, boom, you're right, right in the hunt. But if you're Northwestern or you're Pitt or you're right. Stanford or one of
1: those, these schools, you're not getting those, those top-level guys that are all going to Bama and Georgia
2: – you might get a year. Well, right, coming out of high school. Yeah, right. And then if you might have a good one, you develop or USC
1: or one of these other schools that has that has the deep pockets. So really, you're playing you're playing the same
2: sport, but you're not but playing not, the same sport at the, at the same level. No, or with the same cards in your hand. Right, right. even close. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's, and, and I'm sure there's some truth to this all through my lifetime in college football that, you know, there's really only 10, 12 teams that could probably win the national title. I mean. Like TCU getting into the into the playoff this year was a big deal it was a big deal and they easily could have I mean they didn't easily but they could have at least they had it shot they had the chance it, had the chance yeah and it didn't go well and it's not going to help others like that probably in the future but it just seems like man a handful of teams are going to win this thing yeah it's going to be Ohio time. State and it's going to be Georgia and it's going to be Bama mm-hmm. and somebody Clemson and else in and right, right, right,
1: right. Clemson or yeah. USC or one of those schools is going to
2: be those four are going to be the college playoffs mm-hmm. now it's expanding. Right, in right, the, right. In the future. I like that part. Or some giant oil tycoon that went to Texas yeah. is going to turn them into the next Bama or something like. Is that really how that should go? You know, right. I don't know. I have problems with it. Yeah.
1: Um, so you're, but you're getting guys coming to the NFL, and, and, and you know, fewer underclassmen this year because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot more allure to stay in. Yeah. Right. But then you're also getting more aged up because of COVID. Because of COVID and because of the NIL stuff, right, right, right. guys are staying in school,
2: mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. If, no, no, no. If they're actually going to class like and, and using school for what it is. Right. Some of those guys come out with a master's. They right. go all through summer, and you know they're there all the time. Um, yeah, it's a great opportunity for some of those guys. But the draft is really at a crossroads, though, in terms of the type of people coming out of school. Yeah. Know? I mean, in terms of, wow, well, he only transferred once. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, he was there five years, six years with some of these COVID guys, or how old is he, and he's 24-year-old playing against 19-year-olds. And, yeah, I don't know. I mean, everything's always changing, and there were scouting problems 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and all that as well. But uh, I think we'll look back at these couple years and be like, man, th- this was rough waters. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's, it's going to be and uh, continue to be –
1: Evolving, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the the combine itself has continued to evolve.
2: Absolutely, and you know, is it going to look like this three years from now? I don't know. Yeah, probably not. These probably days. not. I mean, they've yeah. made several small changes over the last couple of years. You know, doing things at night, and then the players say, "I don't like doing things at night." You know, right? I mean, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, you know, I don't know, but I don't like how college football is going. I, I really think it's the Yankees and Red Sox, and then there's the Pirates, or you know, yeah. Like a whole, you know, three hundred pirates. <laughs> yeah, and lots of them, <laughs> and
1: lots of them. Uh, Wes's WVU uh, team is going to have a tough time competing with the the rich schools. The yeah. rich schools uh, in the in the
2: uh, Big Twelve football world, right? Um, that uh, have the deep pockets. Absolutely. So, I am looking forward to these drills, and um, we've been on the air for a while. We're ready to. Uh, Get some more action to something new to talk about here, yeah. and that should be happening here any minute. And again, it should be a good group. Um, I, I, these safeties are intriguing to me. I mean, there's some with size, there's some that are in the box, or some that's free. So we'll, we'll have some guys emerge, and uh, you know, that's where we're at right now.
1: Yeah, uh, the safety uh, group. Um, it, it, I, I'm assuming we're gonna, we're going to call Brian Branch a safety.
2: I think to me and you, we call him a safety. Yeah. I mean, some people are starting to call him a corner, or whatever. But after
1: that, after that group, you got Jair Brown. You've got Antonio mm-hmm. Johnson from Texas A&M. Uh, I bet he looks apart to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's all rocked up, and he's six mm-hmm. three and great body. Right? Is there a,
2: is there a height that you worry about? He's too tall at that position. Used to be, and you're seeing guys like Curse. You know, he's not a yeah. big name player, but he's making it work at a, at a advanced size. I mean, I guess. It, if you're free, not so much, yeah. Because you're not going to come in and take up huge blocks. I mean, tall, skinny guys to me. And if
1: you're free, you're not covering as much, right, right, you right. Know, you're you're reading, you're to, reading,
2: yeah. turn and go. You know, you're I mean, I high, think you know, that that's, high. yeah. Um, certainly, too short's a problem, right. I mean, there's no question about that. Just because tight ends are going to just pluck it off your head. Um, it's just rare for tall guys to be able to play safety and do all the tasks. Because two of morning. the top
1: two of the top guys in this draft are Antonio Johnson and J.L. Mm-hmm. Skinner.
2: Yeah, Skinner's Skinner's, right?
1: Yeah, Skinner's. Uh, I'm looking at what the Johnson's official measurements. He came in at 6'2", 198.
2: Johnson did. Yeah. Okay. So I thought he
1: might be a little heavier than that too. I think they listed him at six three. So that's a little, a little. Less. I'm gonna look here and see what uh, Skinner's, Skinner's like six four ish. I think. Yeah. Right? And, and thin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's see what he came in at.
2: That would worry me a little.
1: Six, four, 209. Okay. So I'm curious
2: what he looks like out on the field. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I mean, two oh nine doesn't sound bad, but six four is tall. Six water. four is tall. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, then you you
1: know you look at at the situation with Jair Brown. Brown came in at just should see,
2: make this so just, much easier. Yeah, just looking at him at the Senior Bowl, Five, I 11, his, 203. I liked his body type. He yeah. was kind of a square, thick, powerful build. Um, a lot of pop. You know, so I I think he's. I don't know how he'll do here. I, I think on the field though, he shows a lot. Yeah, seventeen takeaways at Penn State. Oh, really. Between fumble,
0: uh,
1: all that stuff. So he's got a nose for the ball. Yeah. Uh, How about the other Alabama safety, Jordan
2: Battle? Yeah, what I know about him is they're not expecting him to blow up the combine really, really steady. I think he's played a lot of snaps. Um, he's been on the radar for a long time, from what I remember, and so we'll see. Uh, yeah. he he could do quite well too. Six one two oh nine for him. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, a little more near the box. Yeah. Right. But a little bigger. Um, experience in Bama goes a long way. Uh, you got Christopher Smith, the uh, safety out of Georgia. People love him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I listened to some of his uh, his uh, interview yesterday. He came in at five eleven one ninety two.
2: 192.
1: Hmm. I knew he was going to be a little. Th- Thinner, but, uh, okay, that's not so bad. Yeah. Because, um, again, you know, a lot of these guys are going to be asked to perhaps play in the slot and uh, mm-hmm. cover guys out of the slot. I don't
2: know if he's capable of that or not, but I would hope so at those dimensions.
1: Yeah. Uh, you got uh, Jartavius Martin, the safety out of uh, Illinois. Mm, that Illinois secondary is legit. I mean, they had guys all over the right, place. Right, right. Uh, and he's played in the slot. Um, he has, yeah. Yeah.
2: Did that at the senior bowl and, um, you know. No, he's pretty well regarded too. I, yeah. mean, I think he's a solid mid rounder that maybe boosts his stock in the next couple of hours. Right. Um, we mentioned uh, Sydney Brown from Illinois. What he? Uh, what Sydney Brown came in at? He's got a nice frame on him too. Yeah. He's very muscular, well put together. Five ten
1: to eleven. So mm. the
2: the comparisons to Troy Polamalu are you see he's, why he's the is. same size, same too. size. Yeah. yeah. I mean, very little body fat. Strong, powerful. Takes on blocks. I mean, yeah. You know, I bet he'd be. Special teams captain, the second he showed up, yeah. type of guy, right. You know, yeah, that, that kind of,
1: right, that kind of athlete. Um, yeah, there's that's just uh, some guys here at that position, and then you, you know, you look. Are you going to take some of the cornerbacks and turn them into, you know, is Kaylee
2: Rengo a, a safety? It's a good question. I mean, because some of his tape is pretty inconsistent at corner. Yeah, uh, I would think. Whereas with, if I have
1: him with his eyes on the quarterback
2: a lot, yeah, sure. maybe that's what he's better, yeah, su- suited to do. Um, maybe it's almost like a Skaronsky conversation of. We're starting your corner see if you sink or swim hopefully you make it you shine you get better and better and better you get the skills to do it but we have at least have a fallback plan that if yeah. you're not that left tackle i'll move you to guard if you're not that corner we'll give you a shot at safety or maybe you're the big slot or whatever but yeah. you know with those abilities assuming he's willing to learn and change and he's smart and all that stuff i mean it gives you a fallback plan a little bit yeah a lot of these safeties are going to wind up being slots Cornish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: right, and I know, like Brown has, Jair Brown has, he's done, some done that. that. Yeah, um, you know some of these other guys have done that um, already. But mm-hmm. you're not going to put J.L. Skinner in the slot.
2: No, no, you don't want him changing directions against yeah. little slot type guys. I would think that'd be a problem. You better have a plan for him. Right. You know, I don't right. know he's for everybody. Yeah, he's going to be uh, going to be an interesting
1: guy. See how he tests today. Mm-hmm. Again, it's almost a Jack Campbell. I'm curious, like, what his
2: shuttles are. Yeah, how does he change of direction and mm-hmm. things of that nature? What his drill work looks uh, like. i was just looking here. Wouldn't right. shock me if he runs well in a straight line. Yeah. And, and once he opens up those big strides.
1: Lance Line's comp on him is uh, Ronnie Harrison.
2: Really? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Uh, and Harrison didn't run great. He was more of a strong. But okay. Yeah. Not Rod. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Right. Yeah, uh, I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah,
1: so uh, those guys are going to take to the field here. uh Pretty soon here. Who, mm-hmm. who are they viewing. Sauce there? Gardner. Oh, okay. Chatting with him. He yeah. did okay last year. Yeah, he had a pretty decent year. Yeah, did all right in this this event as well. <laughs> and he's got the long arms. Oh man. The length. Yeah. Um, he, you know, great, you,
2: great rookie year. You look at that body type, and you say that's. I mean, it's the same exact body type as Joey Porter. Mm-hmm. But Porter's even a little heavier. He might be. He might yeah. Be a little more muscular, a little heavier. Ho- hopefully, he's as loose as Sauce. You know. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's a really fluid, loose, oily athlete. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we're going to take another break. He is Matt
1: Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. We are live from the NFL Scouting Combine here in Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh, we'll be back with more live from the Scouting Combine right
0: after this. Live from Indianapolis, this is the 2023 NFL Combine on Steelers Nation Radio.
1: And we are back, and they have guys running now on the field. Banks is up right now oh, from Maryland. Deontay Banks right. from Maryland is on the. Th-
2: I was a little depressed when I, when we were break. I'm like, they ran the specialists first. I yeah, think. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh no! Do just that. when I thought we had something to chat Pickers about and here, punters running. Hey, right. What's he, what's so he here he goes Banks. Now? Four, three, six. Nice. That's nice. solid. I mean, he has that Sauce Gardner body type too. I mean, yeah, really I think long. I saw there was like six foot and a half. I wonder if he'll run again. Like you. Just take that, i that, that on weight. that. Right, know, right, right, right. You know, I mean, you might probably do it again. Why not? You might be able to better it. He's really, again, I have more work to do, but he's really pushing for me as that corner four or maybe even in the top tier, you know? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's not going to hurt his no, cause right he there. He might be a stealer. Yeah. Uh, who's up here now? It's a little far for us to see. It's uh Bennett from Maryland G- also, G- I guess? Bennett from Maryland. Yeah. Okay. Um, is he more of a slot? He's five, 10 ish. Yeah, I think he, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that was a good time for uh, yeah. It for worked out well. No, banks is banks is going up. Forbes is going down. Seems like four three one for Bennett. 4-3-1. We may see some time. Oh my goodness! That, holy smokes! Four four. I mean, up. the record is like four two one.
1: Now we don't know what the the officials are. No, right? Head.
2: They do seem to get altered a fair amount. Yeah,
1: but somebody still. asked me uh, on the uh, on Twitter if that's because the the timer changed. The guy who does the timing changed. Well, it's a it's an electronic. Electronic timing on this. They oh, don't they yeah, right, some, right. They no. don't have
2: somebody standing there with a stopwatch. Not at the end. No. I think somebody hits a button the second you move, and then right. it, you run through a laser. Well, it's all. It's all. Yeah. It's all yeah, laser yeah. Right, right, right.
1: Uh, here's Makai Blackman from uh, USC. USC guy, right? Yeah.
2: And four four seven. Right. Uh, pedestrian. Right. <laughs> 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 only the high four fours. Come on. Yeah. Right. What are you doing? That used to be a big deal.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you broke a four or five, you were. You were flying. You were flying, and now it's, yep. you know. And I'm sure that he's probably disappointed a little, with it. I, he
2: doesn't look thrilled. Yeah, not at all.
1: You know, and that's the thing. You know, so I, you know when you talk to guys, um, I talked to some guys. So here's a guy. You know? Oh, here comes Brian Branch. Here we go. Little Just over 5'11", one nine. I want to see like a four, anything under four four. I mean or four if you're, or five. If he runs say. a four five flat,
2: I wouldn't bat. An yeah. Eye. Well, the, Ball start. Oh. Mark Gorshack uh, giving him a restart here at the yeah. Steelers. Doesn't the want scouting. him to run too well because he wants to be a Steeler. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to ask I ran into him in the uh, hallway Sabotage earlier today. Him, yeah.
1: He's like, oh, I read your stuff on the uh, Steelers.com. I'm like, hey, I saw you on TV last night. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> here he goes. DB6. Good body type, though. Mm-hmm. Pretty wide shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, he, could, he, he looks like uh
2: could probably add a little weight onto him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would think. All right, what are we doing? There we bro? go. Get all back right. in the stance. Yep. I always feel for those guys when they, like, fall start. Like, put everything into it. And, like, yeah, oh, yeah, all right. I got to do it again. Right, right. It's kind of like icing the kicker. See the
1: guys behind them all warming up over there? Everybody's kind of antsy. Oh, sure. <laughs> Nervous. This is, this is a big, I mean, your heart's gonna it be beat doesn't like matter, crazy. but it does.
2: Oh, heck yeah. You know? And a lot of people are watching. Right. Everybody's watching, and they're going to talk about what your speed was. Yeah, and some game day. That eight, was a much better start. Eight years from now, they're going to show this. You know. And 4.58. Okay. Not wonderful, but it yeah. doesn't change my opinion of them. No, no. Actually, it might help things. <laughs> Nick might uh, <laughs> of course did something good there.
1: Yeah. So, we'll see. It's again, tape. Watch the tape. Yeah, the tape's
2: tape. great, right. Watch the tape. And speed for safeties. And really, slots. Not that important. Oh, Julius Brent's up here now. Okay. But we got him at well Six over 6.2. Two,
0: five yeah.
1: eights and 5.8 uh, and 198. Hmm. So, he is a big, no, he looks long, apart. lean cornerback. Absolutely looks apart. Yeah, um, getting himself him in him up here. and get, doing well here. Yeah, he was at the Senior Bowl.
2: Mm-hmm. He, he made money from at the Senior Bowl too. He was, yeah, he popped well. the down. A he did bit. well.
1: He did well. Somebody had to be good on that K State team, right? I mean, it was
2: right. They had the edge rusher too. He was right. a Pretty decent player, and you know. Induce. Mm-hmm. Induce. In the Deuce. And for
1: a big corner like a four five three For his size, I think for his size right, because right. of the length. Right. That's not gonna hurt him.
2: No, I wouldn't think like so. Nobody,
1: nobody expected him to come out and run a four four.
2: Now, of course I don't know what his camp's thinking, but I bet he's gonna take another crack at it. If I could get the four four nine it'll look a little better than be that. Yeah. So you know? And
1: again, these you know, these will be adjusted once the mm-hmm. you know, the, the official times come in. And it's different um, if you're 185
2: pounds versus 210. Right. You know, Yeah, absolutely. A couple tens a second. He's 6'2". He's 6'2". You know, right.
1: Him him running that is the same as a guy who's 5'9", running a 435. Yeah, basically. Because of the, the right, space right, right, that right. he can co- he yep. cover. Uh, so it's not that big of a deal. I'm not familiar with the, the
2: Cincy corner here, the Cincy DB. Yeah.
1: This is where guys like he, you know, him, who's looked at more down the road, and he ran a 454. Four. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think he's a top prospect. I don't know much about him. Yeah. But
1: which is still, again, I mean, plenty about fast time. enough.
2: It's only a bad time if he's yeah. a safety or a corner, especially if he's a safety. I mean, there it wasn't long ago there were safeties running high four-sixes here. All the time. All the time. and all the time. Nobody bad at an nine. Yeah. You know, that's what safeties do. Yeah, because you're, you're more worried about change of direction and
1: things like that. Uh, Louisville guys have been fast mm. at this uh, combine. He's only 181 pounds. Yeah, too. 5'10", 181, uh, Ketrell-Clark. Yeah. Um, I would think he needs to move well here. Yeah, at 181 his... pounds, you better fly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I assume he's a slot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, and he's he's getting lined up here. This is a very exciting radio. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> we're just we're just fascinated by all this because we haven't had anything to talk about all day long, on the field. And good start. Looks fast. Four nice. four two. Well there done. you go. Yeah. Four four two. That's what you. That's what you want.
2: Yeah. His feet were moving there. Yeah. So he's got to be happy with that. Yeah. Why? Why would you not be? What do you think you would run right now, Matt? Oh man. <laughs> Seven? <laughs> Seven. Seven. Do you think it's higher or lower? Seven's pretty low. It's really low. <laughs> I haven't run anywhere. Here's Forbes actually. Okay. One sixty six. So, yeah. He looked. I mean, he just looks lean. Yeah. I. 166 is kind of a deal breaker for me. I mean, look at the legs, the yeah. skinny, the ankles, the, you know, the whole I mean, deal. He's got to tackle Nick Chubb and, you know. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, I don't love that.
1: Now, if he runs four threes here, you know.
2: I mean, yeah, but.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's going to get doesn't there. Doesn't look that way. Yeah, I mean, he is just super lean. Oh, there you five. go.
2: Didn't seem like he came out that fast, but he is a pretty long strider. Yeah. Boy, he is skinny. And, and just the, the frame is, it's like fragile looking yeah you know like his bone structure and his wrists and his ankles and yeah his, that's gonna his, be this prob- no, troublesome for him he has no calves you know his waist is really little i mean is that a 28 inch waist i mean i don't know yeah i mean he looks like he's all arms and legs mm-hmm. because
1: he would scare me the way he's built yeah i don't want him to do a line of scrimmage you know right right that's gonna be uh, again mm-hmm. I, I like the tape yeah right, right and right. the players did some good things last year but uh you know, it is what it is. Makai Garner here at 6'2", 212
2: pounds. <laughs> yeah, a lot of get. not everyone's stock goes up here. That is rocked up. No, he, he looks good looking body type here, yeah. Too. That's what that's what you he looks look like his long limbs, but he's muscular. Yeah. But uh yeah, so you know, Forbes, a guy like Forbes, uh, I, I, mean, I kinda a week ago I kinda looked at Forbes and Banks and thought they're in the same tier. Yeah. I don't think they're close now. You know, and that's they didn't do anything different on the football field, but right, you know, one of them's. They got chess eyes on them, you know. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. You got, you got, you know, not in their, not in the pads and checking
2: know. boxes, and the good manner where the other one's like, oh, that's. Oh, here oh, comes, here Gonzalez. comes
1: Christian Gonzalez. That looks like a Pro Bowl corner body. What's your guess here? Four three. I'm gonna say four, four three three. I'm gonna say four three, flat.
2: Wow, How about okay. four three flat.
1: There've only been, I think, seventeen guys in the history of the combine since they started tracking it in, in uh going back to two thousand um, who have broke under four three? under four three. And some of them are the guys the Dree archers and yeah. the very, very small guys. Right, you know. Yeah,
2: he he is not that. No, no, not at all. I mean I wouldn't be blown away, I guess. So but... getting into the
1: four twos is really difficult, but uh Oh man. Getting, he's he's almost two hundred pounds. He's got that track
2: background. And four four four. Hmm. So I bet he's not happy with that. Probably but- not. I don't think that changes anyone's opinion of him. No, that's, I mean, that's more than solid. Enough. Right. Like, I don't think he's fast enough anymore. I doubt <laughs> that's, that's the case. Yeah, I mean, in his size at 200 right, right, pounds, right. That, that's perfectly I good. mean, he's got shoulders and biceps, and, I mean, he's, he's got a good build. Yeah,
1: if you see him after you just saw Emmanuel Forbes, mm-hmm. you know, do they, these guys play the same position? Yeah, absolutely. That's the problem and, for Forbes right. in this kind of setting. Um,
2: you Who know, knows? Gonzalez's pro day might be 4-3-1. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's not thrilled with that, but I wouldn't kill yourself over it. No, I wouldn't either. Uh, but it's like they're going to break.
1: Yeah, they're going to break. Maybe we should go to break, too, because we okay. have an interview that we want to play back here really in good the
2: segment uh,
1: that we did earlier this week with Greg Cosell uh, of NFL Films. So we will do that. We're going to take a break down. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly, You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson, and uh, this is the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. We are live from the NFL Scouting Combine here in Indianapolis. The uh, players on the field running. Uh, one of the guys who has uh, followed this for a long, long time is uh, Mr. NFL, Greg Cosell, yeah, NFL yeah. analyst Greg Cosell of NFL Films. Uh, we got a chance to sit down with uh, Greg earlier this week. as Okay.
2: Uh I guess we can't go to that quite yet. One thing the NFL network has really improved on was it used to be they'd go to commercial and you'd miss all the forties. Now they come back now, back now they record show. them and they give them to your rapid fire because there's fire. like ten in a row. Yeah, so. Caillou Blue Kelly uh ran a four five two. Did he I didn't know I yeah, thought he was just was up there scrambling uh, He did, Of course,
1: bit. has some ties to one Michael Tomlin.
2: Sure does. How big is he, give uh, or take? Like five eleven, you know, one, He's not tiny though. No, one ninety two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I wonder if he's Whoop, just a little
1: stumble there if I, uh, a Sutton
2: inside outside type guy. Yeah, kind yeah, of. I think that, he kind of has that same, him, you right? know, William
1: Gay. That yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. That kind of ability. That same kind of guy. Bigger slot, but not an
2: undersized outside guy. His
1: dad played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Tomlin was his uh, position coach, so there's some familiarity there. Yeah, and uh, his dad was that kind of player.
2: Yeah, he was. He was a feisty, you know, part of a really good defense. Yeah. Ronde Barber got more of the the headlines and stuff, but Kelly was a really good player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, so, you know, that that uh cover 2
1: mm-hmm. kind of cornerback.
2: And those guys are physical too. I mean, those cover 2 corners you basically don't really go further than 15 yards downfield very often and you're yeah. banging guys around, you're staying near your line of scrimmage, you're fighting screens, you're getting crossers, you know, you're t- taking on blockers, things like that. Right, right. Um eh. Nice time there for Daryl Luter,
1: Jr. Four 4-4-6. he's a kind of a jacked up guy with the. Mm-hmm. No, he's got long limbs. Yeah, long, uh, long limbs. Um, the record holder, the best right now
2: is four three one for the day.
1: Yeah, the uh, other Maryland corner. Right? Mm, yeah, yeah. So Maryland doing well for itself here. Is the uh, Cameron Mitchell out I'm of? Sure, the Steelers know Western. a lot about him too. Yeah. Um. See what he Cameron can. Mitchell. I don't know this guy. Another Northwestern guy. Let's see if he tears it up like. Eddie. Uh,
2: oh, yeah, right. Give their strength and uh, conditioning program a thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. 5'10", 191. So he's just... There's been a couple schools that are really start to show up better and better on Comdine. Anyway, oh. P- Penn State lately has really done really well. Yeah, they have. Stuff, they have. You know? That's
1: why I'm interested to see how Porter yeah. does in this and, if you know, if their strength and conditioning program is...
2: He should be up pretty soon. We're on MCs, so... If he's in this group... Yeah, I, might, I forgot about yeah, sure he, he might, might in be in, the, or not. in the,
1: the second group. I don't know. They used to cut the groups Although, off. Although, I think... Like, so. so, yesterday morning, or... uh, when they did the interviews, Porter and Gonzalez were at the same podium. At the oh, That's so he same, should be in this one. Yeah, he should be in this yeah,
2: group. Yeah, So, I think he's coming up soon.
1: They were in the second group with defensive backs that came out, so maybe they flip-flopped that. Okay. Okay. Oh, we Very got cool. the uh, interview ready here with Greg Cosell. We're, so uh, we did talk to Greg Cosell of NFL Films earlier this week, and uh, well, always I feel like it. Yeah, always good stuff. So we wanted to play that back before we uh, end the show today. So here is Greg Cosell. Our guest now is Greg Cosell
0: from uh, NFL uh, Films. Uh, Greg, uh, how you doing? Well, my change of direction isn't quite as good as it used to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but... Other than that, I'm, I'm doing okay. And my 40s probably a little slower. A little too. slow. Yeah.
2: So, how many years at NFL Films now?
0: I just finished my 43rd season. 43rd. Wow. wow.
2: That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. That's great. I've been
0: coming to the combine, I think since 1998.
2: Wow. Very cool. So you've yeah.
0: seen a, seen a lot of stuff here. Seeing a lot of crazy stuff here. Have you seen anything like what happened with Jalen Carter this morning? I mean, you see, I I can't you know I can't remember you know specifics, mm-hmm, yeah. but. I mean, obviously, uh, I did speak to a scout uh, who who would know. He's very connected with the SEC, who did tell me that, uh, in his mind, that's not a surprise, that Carter is a guy that they've struggled with all year, Hmm. and they've just been— at Georgia, they just try to get him to the games every week, that there's issues with him on a regular Mm basis— I don't know what those issues are. I, I, I'm just res- reciting something yeah. I was told by someone who would know. See, longer. so
1: that was an issue last year that, that cropped up with George Pickens. There was this, oh, well, there, was, right. there were some problems at Georgia. And then he comes to the Steelers last year. There were, they, they didn't
0: have any problems with him. So I yeah. don't, is it a Georgia thing? I don't know. <coughs> we don't know that. No. Uh, although I could tell you that I thought George Pickens was the best receiving prospect in the draft last year. <laughs> I remember
2: this time last year you thought Pickens was the best receiver yeah. and Pickett was the best quarterback. So I
0: did think that.
2: Yeah. Where are you at on Pickett now?
0: I, I thought Pickett had a really solid rookie mm-hmm. season. Um, I thought he improved clearly. Um, there are some things he he definitely has to work on. We can discuss those if you like. Sure. Um, but I thought, you know, this is not an X and O point, but I think the one thing you clearly see with Pickett is he sees it. It's not too fast. He, he's, just, he's out there playing in a sense the same way he played in college. Okay. You know, there, there's, he's not frenetic. He's not chaotic. He sees it. He knows where to go with the football. I think that one of the areas he needs to clearly work on is he does have a tendency at times to leave the pocket too early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I think that, that ideally that comes with more experience. Um, he did that at Pitt on occasion, not as much as he did it with the Steelers this past year, but he do, does have that tendency um, that needs to be cleaned up because what, what happens is you leave throws on the field, mm-hmm. and you don't want to do that. Um,
2: Statistically, advanced stats, whatever, the two areas that most rookies struggle, and in, including him and his numbers were quite bad, to be honest, is 10 to 20 yards, you know, right. that intermediate range, and in red zone. Right. Is there any reservations that, hey, he's never going to get it? I mean, those are the hardest throws to make.
0: <clears throat> and I also don't think their offense presents a lot of 10 to 20-yard throws.
2: Yeah, that's a good point, I too. I I think right, you right.
0: can – You know, I know Matt Canada, you guys are Pittsburgh. I know, you know, I I don't rip coaches. I know Matt Canada came under a lot of fire, but for Steelers fans, Mm -hmm. um, and I know he's back because, you know, Mike Tomlin, obviously, as does the entire Steelers organization, believe in continuity. Mm -hmm. They don't make change for change's sake. Um, So we'll see, you know, what happens this year now that Matt Canada has a year with Kenny Pickett and they can figure out strengths, limitations, best way moving forward Mm -hmm. so you need to give that another year but i don't think their offense this past year necessarily presented a lot of those kinds of throws
2: yeah and not a lot of in-breaking routes no
1: no no. right right it was interesting in that two years ago with ben roethlisberger the offense was almost exclusively within 10 yards right and then this year (coughs) right it it was not and so i don't know that we've actually seen what
0: matt canada's offense is supposed to be yet right and and that's why it's 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 hard to answer that and and i think you need this off season and this year to get a, a really better feel for that because they'll tell you now look you can watch a quarterback in college all day long this is what i do i sit and watch tape okay i some i get to to know a little bit some most i don't so i can't speak to the, the personal part but you watch tape and even when you feel really comfortable with a player until you're with him every day. Mm-hmm coaching him seeing him and then performing games you know when it really matters there's not there's no 100 percent certainty you know i guarantee when the steelers drafted pickett they felt really good okay because pickett is that kind of guy mm-hmm. you know it, it it means something to him he's smart he you know he does the right thing he's i wouldn't call him a high high level traits guy but he certainly has enough traits um but until you're with someone every day See what they do well. See what they're most comfortable with. See how it plays out versus different defenses, different pressures. You don't really know. Mm-hmm. So now they have a much better sense of that because he's played.
2: Yeah. So yeah. now off season. Right now yeah, you right. get an
0: off season, another off season. Um, you know. So now we'll see this year how Matt Canada and the the offensive staff really feel. Here's what Kenny does well. Right. Here's what we want to sort of stay away now from. Now you can build
1: around him as opposed to building around. <coughs> What you thought you were going to do with Mitch Trubisky.
0: Right, because don't forget, Trubisky, right.
2: He was, a starter, right? was yeah. the starter, right? was the starter, right. Yeah.
0: So, you know, so you know, that's why despite I'm sure a lot of Steelers fans thinking that Matt Canada has to go, and I'm just going by what I read, mm-hmm. you know, and what you see on social media is, you know, they probably feel, okay, now Matt can start with Kenny Pickett from day one. Makes sense. And, you know, we'll, we'll go from there.
2: So it's funny, though, because they had a week nine bye, and right. the first half of the year was – Wasn't pretty. You're young quarterbacks, very young (coughs) offense, very difficult schedule. Get beat bad by Buffalo and Philly and really top teams. And Claypool gets traded. And then they start doing a lot more 12 personnel and dedicating to the run. So I feel like they, the second half of the season, they poured some concrete for the foundation. You know, the the windows aren't pretty yet. They need some paint yet. But, you know.
0: Let me ask you this question. How do you feel, because I'm not certain about this, and, and I've taken some grief about it, but everything mm-hmm. I say is based on my, my film <laughs> study. Sure. Which, again, doesn't make me right all the time, but, I mean, that's, that's how I, you know, make my, my evaluations. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, do you think that Najee Harris can, can be the foundation and starting point of their offense? Do you think he's a good enough back to be that, a high-volume runner who can keep you on track, keep you sustaining, you know, put together a a play action pass game. You know, do you know, in in, in 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 some way, be almost like and and this might have a negative connotation, but this is kind of where you're going if you're going to do this. Be like the the Titans were,
2: right? I, I As you were saying, right? And yeah. make life easier on your quarterback. Theoretically, It'd take shots, right? Theoretically, he's not Derrick Henry. I mean, that's for right. certain. Right. I mean, right. Henry's a special player. He's probably going to the Hall of Fame. Um, volume. Toughness. I think he has a lot of untapped potential in the passing game right. that you see in practice, but you haven't seen in games as much protection. But the biggest problem to me in the offense, aside from the picket zones that he struggles in, is they're just not explosive enough overall. Right. And you're not going to get that from him. You know, like he's not going to – Henry not, will break off 80 yards. Najee Harris is not that kind of bad. Yeah, right. I mean, I think he has the other stuff, but I don't think he's going to help the big play problem. I think right. he's more you mid-career
1: know? Zeke Elliott. Where he's going to grind and grind. Right, he's a grinder. Mm Yeah.
0: He's a grinder and a sustainer. And, you know, ultimately, is is that where you want to start? I mean, look, obviously, when I say start your offense, he's going to get the ball, Mm -hmm. you know. But the question is, are you looking to give him the ball? And these are just numbers, but they're reflective of of tactics. You know, are you looking to give him the ball 270, 280 times or more like 200 times? You know, Mm -hmm. there's a big difference there. Yeah, Yeah. You know, because he's not really a high yards per carry back. Right. No, and I don't think well, he neither, ever will Well, neither be, was yeah, Levy you know. on Bell when they had
1: Levy on Bell. Uh, a little more. But, he I mean, Lev didn't break off a bunch of big runs, though, either.
2: Um, there were more tens and twenties. Yeah. But he's never going to break the seventies. Right. Either yeah, one of them. Yeah. You know, right. So, so they're, they're similar. So, I mean, regards. I'm
0: just curious. I mean, I don't know the answer. I'm leaning toward no, but, I, you know, it remains to be seen. You know, I think they've got a pretty good receiving core that I'm really, you know, I. I think they could have a pretty explosive pass game, and that's what I'm really curious to see with this offseason, what they choose to do, you know, in terms of building the offense. Because Pickens, to me, is complete. I think Pickens can be a great receiver. You know, Deontay Johnson, you know, because they signed him, right? Yeah, Yeah, he's he's locked up for a while. Yeah, he's locked up. I mean, I think he's... He's a pretty good receiver. I know. Mm-hmm. I guess he didn't score a touchdown. didn't score receiver, touchdowns, but you know. fantasy people are mad at him. Yeah, but yeah right. <laughs> but, you know, So And then the number three receiver would be who at this point?
2: Austin and Anthony Miller, Friarmuth, maybe a name to be right. added and to Fryer-Muth
0: the Friar is a nice tight end. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I really liked Calvin Austin coming out of Memphis. I'm yeah. curious. To, I, I guess That's this was exciting. kind of a lost season for him. But, I mean, I, I think he's he – He did, like, early in
1: camp, he flashed, and you're like, ooh, this yeah, could be something. He's and an that, explosive kid. And then that yeah. foot injury cropped up, and
2: he just he just never yeah. got over it. And
0: then he was on IR, right, yeah. for the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think he's an explosive kid.
2: Yeah. Uh, to your, your point aside, though, running back, whoever the ball carrier is aside, I think they showed us in the second half of the season – Again, this, let's pour the concrete. Let's have something to right, right. To at least lean on. Right. The, the defense was on the field so much before right, that. They're, right. eating, they're winning the time of possession battle. And I would imagine it, it, the pendulum swings more and more, Kenny, more and more, Kenny, you know, as he learns. <gasps> right. And I think he's capable.
0: Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, I had this conversation with a coach who's been in the league 30 years. And, you know, he does quarterbacks every year, you know, for his team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could make the argument he's not as gifted but stylistically, Pickett is is like Joe Burrow. Right. You know, he's not.
2: That's a high ceiling. Right. He's right, right, not. Right.
0: He's not. I mean, obviously, Burrow is as the the highest level of that kind of quarterback. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's the way Pickett plays. That's yeah, The yeah. style in, with which he plays. Um, I actually had a great conversation with someone who uh um who's not coaching now, but coaching the league for years and years, an offensive guy, and. He thought that, for instance, C.J. Stroud and Kenny Pickett were very, very similar. Really, you know. Okay. So, I mean, that was Pickett, my next
2: question: is how would you compare Pickett to this class? Yeah,
0: Pickett is is Pickett is is a is a pretty good traits quarterback. He just doesn't have you know what people would consider a big arm. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a, a power thrower. He's not an explosive thrower. Right. He's not a twitchy thrower. And Burrow isn't either. No, yeah, no. I mean, he's very accurate and right, he's a right, great passer, right. but he's not a <clears throat> power thrower. Correct. Yeah, right, That's right. exactly right. Yeah. That would be the one knock on, on Burrow when he came out. He mm-hmm. wasn't really a power thrower. Um, You know, so, you know, the question is, Pickett, that kind of quarterback needs to be a really subtle, nuanced, disciplined kind of player. And I think Pickett can be that mm-hmm, guy. Mm-hmm. You It's
2: a good guy to pattern yourself after. Yeah, it, right. Yeah. You don't, don't watch Josh Allen tape. Watch Burrow No, tape. no. <laughs> right, he's, right. Not, he's not <laughs> <Yeah>. Josh Allen. <laughs> right. You
0: know. Although although Pickett has pretty good mobility.
2: Better than I thought. He's a lot twitchier and quicker and straight out faster than I remember. He really is. He really eludes rushers extremely well. And he's
1: a pretty good-sized kid. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So Matt mentioned this a little bit or referenced this a little bit. Their offensive line. What did you see from their offensive line last year? Uh, And is that that an area that you think that they still need – to add to in terms of starting I
0: I would say probably yeah I think that's an area they they probably would look to improve for multiple reasons number one if they do want to run the ball if they want to lay that continue to lay that foundation Mm -hmm. I think you need to improve your O line you know I think it needs to be better Um, and also just for pass protection because you want to work with Pickett so that he doesn't feel that he has to flee the pocket yeah you know you want him to feel hey this is a really firm wall in front of me I can drop back I can hit my back foot if that first read doesn't show right away I don't I don't have to leave you know uh, because he left a lot when he didn't have to yeah you know yeah. you want him to feel really confident that hey I can stay there I don't have to leave but they um, averaged
1: so over the second half of that season as Matt said 147 rushing yards per game yeah over the second half yep. of the season. Could you say? I mean, do you do you see them looking at that going? Well, if we bring we run these guys back, we're gonna be we're gonna be okay there. They certainly could
0: say that. Yeah,
2: yeah. depth is an issue. And, yeah, right. I mean, they, were very, they were yeah, very. They were very healthy this past yeah. year. I
0: mean, look, the one thing I'm not doing, and I'll be totally honest, is I'm not sharding each offensive line. You know, right, yeah, right, so, right. I mean, I don't know how they grade. You know, more at left tackle. I don't know how they grade. You know, certain players. You know. That I don't know. I mean, when I watch tape, do I notice the the positive and the negative? Yeah, but I'm not sitting there on each play watching all five offensive linemen. So I can't speak to that. Um, You know, to me it's more of a philosophy of how do they want to play.
2: Right, right. What's your thumbnail on the defense? They have three stars, you know, when Watts, Wright, Hayward, Minka. Right. How are you with, you know, matching their zones and they don't blitz as much as they used to? They play a little more man.
0: They need major upgrades at linebacker. I, I thought mean, that's the weakest area of the team, yeah, the, the second the, level. The reality is, is, you know, here they had Bush, who was a top-ten pick, and they signed Miles Jack. And the linebacker who played the most snaps is Robert Spillane. Mm-hmm. So – you know, they need upgrades at linebacker. We were Bush. talking about that last segment. <laughs> right. Bush has clearly not been the guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, is he a free agent? Yeah, I don't yeah. think he'll, he, be, he'll back. be back. He'll be back. And is Jack a free agent? No, he's signed for They next could year. get out of his deal if right. they want, but Spillane's but, up as well. Right. So it's going to be. Gonna it's gonna look need, different. They, they need linebackers. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, they sign guys or draft guys, they, they need major upgrade at the linebacker position. Um, how do you, you know, what's your view of the corner position? I think that. You know,
2: Sutton's a free agent. Sutton's a free agent, and that's big. Yeah, I think that'll be definitely addressed in the draft. I don't I know how agree. much you, I don't know how much corners you have watched this year, but they have the seventeenth pick, the thirty-second pick. No, I haven't pick, done corners yet, so but I don't it know. looks like a really deep corner class. It does, and they have some premium picks. Yeah. I bet they draft an outside. Yeah. One six of those top corner. three
1: picks
0: in the top. They yeah. have three picks in the top forty-nine. It's mean, going to be a corner. The two yeah. guys I keep seeing, you know, and I don't read. I don't read what people think of guys. I just see the mocks, you know, yeah. because I don't like to read anything until I, I look at it myself, <laughs> right, right? You know, <clears throat> but I've seen Gonzalez from Oregon and, and Witherspoon from Illinois. They probably won't be there. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess someone like Kaley Ringo, who I've done some work on, mm-hmm. he could well be there. I think it depends. everyone likes Joey Porter's kid, of course. Yeah, I haven't done him yet, <laughs> with right. the Steelers, I, I haven't you know, done right? Him yet either. Um, so I think you know it depends on on, um, you know, how you want to play. Mm-hmm. You know, if, do you want to play a lot of man? Do you want to play more zone? Um, I actually thought the uh, Molette kid did really well in the software. He, I thought he was kind of a stabilizing force in the secondary. The I, tough guy. I thought he, he played pretty well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's it's an interesting
1: uh, build. They went more three safety sets in the second half once they got yeah. KZ
0: back as well.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Is, is that something – Are you seeing that more around the league too? Around the
0: league. Big you yeah. nickel has yeah. been big. Yeah. Well, you're talking about three safeties when they're in – in like their sub, you know. As a base almost. As a base yeah. almost, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of teams are doing that in the league. They play big nickel. Um, and You I mentioned
2: the linebacker problem. Well, and plus, they're 11 best guys. It really also Mercedes. gives you
0: a guy with the tight ends that are athletic. You get mm-hmm. a yeah. safety instead of a linebacker.
2: Yeah. Are, are you seeing this trend on defense as much too? That, hey, we all loved Mike Hilton when he was here, but the little slots seem to be getting phased out a little bit. You're not seeing as many Welkers. You're not seeing as many right, Edelmans. Right. You see Kittle. You see... Kelsey, Ingram, right. guys like that. You know, Steelers tried Claypool in the slot. I see more big slot receivers, which then means maybe more. Well, Brian I, Branches I, in the slot. You know,
0: I'm Brian Branch. I've done. He's a really good prospect. That's his favorite over here. Really, <laughs> really, really good prospect. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, the way I'd answer that is, I think you're seeing teams that are more multiple with their receiver location. In other words. Th- with very few exceptions you're not seeing a team say well this guy's only our slot guy. Mm-hmm. So what's happening is you're seeing receivers you think of as just outside receivers playing more in the slot now because teams are being more multiple with their receiver locations. Okay. So I remember the know,
2: Bengals used to line AG Green up in the slot. Correct. That never happened Julio Jones yeah, started coming right. right. I mean, That's can, you what know, you're right.
0: starting to see now. So with very few exceptions you're you're not seeing, you know, a team just line up one guy in the slot. Okay. You know, so you're seeing much more of that
2: so you need more multiple chess pieces on defense. Right, Of course. which is the way the game's going. Sure. yeah,
1: Absolutely. Well, we, we will let you go. Uh, we've taken up enough of your time. Our guest has been Greg Cosell from NFL Films. Appreciate talking to you, as, as we always do, Greg. Uh, you do great stuff. And that was uh, our interview earlier this week with Greg Cosell of NFL Films. Uh, always uh, Strong. very enlightening. Yep. And uh, as that was going on, we got the chance to see the uh, – the cornerbacks and safeties continue their running. Yeah, Joey Porter Jr. runs a four four seven. Very nice. Uh, his G- size, yeah. we're very happy with that. Yeah, right. Christian Gonzalez was in the what was he four or low four fours. Yeah,
2: I bet he's not thrilled, but I yeah. think he's
1: fast. And then we saw DJ Turner from Michigan turn in a four two seven. Yeah,
2: flying. I mean, he he looks great doing it too. You can tell he's been well coached in his career, track wise. And Banks, I, I think, is a real real yeah. story yeah, from yeah, Maryland. Maryland, too. Uh, yeah, was uh, he was in four threes, right? Uh, yeah, I think he was four three seven, four three eight. He was a tenth so. of a or a hundredth of a second off from his first time. So yeah, he guys a second. He is what he is, and he's fast and he's long and intriguing. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of those guys in this
1: draft, and uh, well, Brian Branch running a four in the four high four fives, and he ran a four six one with this. Right, second. right, right. We'll so see what that not uh, spectacular when comes in but officially. We'll right,
2: uh, but I'm not concerned about him. No, so I assume you and I will do the drive on Monday. Absolutely. And we'll have we'll be back. all kinds of sc- you know scores and stuff to go over, we'll too. We'll be back so. in the Berg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, we're coming to an end here. Can't
1: wait for that. Though. But that is going to uh, wrap things up here for our, our coverage live from the NFL Scouting Combine. We appreciate uh, everyone uh, – who has helped us keep this on the air from Wes Euler to all the guys back in studio, Gerard and the group, uh, keeping uh, with the videos yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Jerry uh, Max. I mean, we've got a lot of contributors, Jerry, Max, right, all guests, obviously right. all, all the great guests that we've had here all week long as well. But more importantly, we appreciate all you out there listening yeah. to uh, keep this possible for us here. We did um, some video this year. Absolutely. <laughs> Which, probably isn't our best uh, <laughs> our best look right, yeah, right. best optics for our faces probably not but uh, for my partner Matt Williamson I am Dale Lally we thank you for listening to this all of this coverage here live from the NFL scouting combine on Steelers Nation Radio